The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of The Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got Nick Franson. He's a licensed acupuncturist. And he actually doesn't live too far away from me. Um, for some reason, when I was looking at his website, um, I guess maybe I saw this, the Swiss stuff on there. And I come to find out he's only two and a half hours away from me. He's over in Boise, Idaho, um, which is only two and a half hours from LaGrande, Oregon. So Northeast Oregon. And um, what I'm really excited about today is I haven't really talked a whole lot about homeopathy. And I remember when I first started my journey, um, I... I learned about it and the power of it. And it's just like this very gentle, almost magical way of medicine that it's almost impossible to have side effects and harm somebody from what I remember. And, um, and it just works and it just works. And we're in the more and the more that I've got into this lifestyle and the more I've learned how to vibrate my cells and, and raise my cellular energy and my vibrational frequency and tap into um, my spiritual path, the more I realize that all we are is, that's it. We are frequency. And more and more of the people that I, I've, I keep running into, we're, we're talking about sound healing, vibrational frequency, vibration, sound. These are all, it's all vibrational. And so homeopathic medicine, we're going to get the expert on here to explain what it actually is because I'm pulling out from the cobwebs of 2011. But I tell you, I have been using in my life and my mother's life for certain we've been and, and and my clients i've been sharing with them homeopathy for a long time always because it's a big deal so today in the house we've got nick franson this licensed acupuncturist and from boise idaho and nick i want to welcome you to the show thanks tim i'm excited to, excited to be here yeah buddy um i'm excited to be here it's time for a, a revisit on tim's education so one of the benefits of having a show is i get people on and i get to learn um, improve my knowledge and then help myself, my family, uh, the ones that want to listen, <laughs> some of them aren't going to do it and that's okay. That's their choice. And I honor that. And, um, and then also help our, our, our staff and the people that work with chemical free body. And then, you know, and our, our private inner circle group that we lead every Wednesday, which is today and, um, on this recording and, um, and then the, the people in our, then the rest of our clients that come in and purchase our products. And again, for those of you that are buying our products at chemicalfreebody.com, I just want to be, I'm just very grateful. Um, I know we put a lot of time and energy and love into it and it's in, uh, our products are piggybacked on Dr. Treadway's hard work, 21 years of originally sourcing just to find stuff that he actually was in love with that worked for his formulas and now 40 years of sourcing. Um, and those amazing formulas he's been able to put together based on, you know, basically 10,000 years of Ayurvedic engineering system science. So we really want to thank you guys for purchasing the products, using them. I just had a gal today who was a nurse tell me that she couldn't, she can't believe she's tried thousands, like she's like literally, she said thousands, but I was like, well, it's probably not thousands, but she's tried lots of supplements and detox products and never really felt the difference like she has with ours. And I said, well, 
you know, we, we designed them that way and I'm really picky. So anyway, just a real heartfelt thanks for you guys to patronize us and helping us grow our company and get more. Cause we have, you have no idea what's in store as funding comes in for this company. We are going to just create more stuff to love and support on you guys. And today, one of those actions of love is to get you educated on homeopathy and why it should be in your life and why you should know about it. And it's one of those things that's kind of like a lot of people in the United States didn't know about it. You know, 20 years ago, very few people in the United States even knew about essential oils. Yet over in Europe, it's just kind of like walking the dog. Everybody's doing it. So why don't you tell us, Nick, like a little bit about your backstory, how you grew up and what led you to get into doing what you're doing today? Thanks, Tim. So uh, I grew up on a potato farm in Idaho, um, little teeny town, had 64 people in my graduating class. Um, you know, got in, went through life, you know, uh, went to Arizona State for um, college, um, then eventually got married, had a couple kids. When my son was two years old, um, he went in for a uh, his annual vaccination. And this particular vaccine he had, and within a couple weeks, he he lost all eye contact. He wouldn't answer to his name. He uh, lost all his speech and he just disappeared. Later, he was diagnosed with autism. And um, this was a big shock for for um, my family at the time. Um, my wife at that time took him to a developmental pediatrician. The pediatrician told him, your son's never going to walk. He's never going to talk. He's going to have behavioral issues. You're going to have to put him in a home because he's going to be so violent. And here's some medication for him and some for you because you're going to be depressed. So that was kind of um, the beginning. You want to say something? I know it looks like. Well, you... it's just it's just like um, it's just I, I know where this is going, which is fantastic because I know it's going to create a lot of contrast. But I just it, my heart is just breaking inside because I know that so many people are getting those same that's those same words being bestowed right. upon them. And like you, you're you're going to be you're going to need depression medication too because you're going to be depressed and i've seen what autism does to families and it's uh it's uh it's a really is a, it's, it's a living tragedy and it doesn't need to be that way so continue my friend so at that point you know uh, i had a couple choices i could either go with what the doc said or i could say no i don't believe you i'm going to find my own path and i chose the the later so um, my son, I took him all over the world. So he's been to India for different homeopathic treatments. He's been to Ukraine for stem cells here about a decade ago. He's been to Mexico several times. Of course, lots of the, lots of the sort of functional medicine type doctors here in the U.S. So, you know, he's 19 now. Um, you would look at him, you wouldn't even know he had a problem. He, he can run three miles. He can ski down a black diamond. He can ride a skateboard. He does still struggle with his speech. Mm. So he doesn't have the ability to have that expressive language. So he can tell you, I want to go here. I want to do this. But if you ask him, how was his day? You're not going to get an answer. It's going to be very, very brief. So, you know, we still have those challenges. But, you know, in a world, sometimes you just have to realize there's a higher power and there's a reason for all these sort of things and why they happen. And uh, he's been an incredible blessing in my life. And he is, everyone who meets him loves him. He's just happy all the time. He's a great kid. So with that, I got involved in a lot of different therapies. Um, ironically, I used to work for a pharmaceutical company when this all happened. So I transitioned out of that, began kind of working in the naturopathic industry, would work for a company out of Canada where we would import um, some natural remedies out of Europe. 
Germany and Switzerland to treat all kinds of things. So I was kind of the trainer for the US. We teach them how to do certain injections and things like that. Along that route, I thought, gosh, this is pretty cool stuff. Maybe I should become a practitioner. And so I kind of looked around what options were available. Ended up going to acupuncture school when I lived in San Diego, got a license there. And that's kind of a short story of kind of how I got started. And it kind of goes goes in all sorts of directions from there. So you went from potatoes to poking people. You're right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. And if anybody here is new and you're not you're new to acupuncture as an example, it's like it was one of those things back in the day, like I had no idea what it was. The people around me were like, well, that's stupid. You know, they talking like that. And But when I went to Hippocrates Wellness Center, they actually explained it. And they're like, no, your body is actually, um, you know, a big conductor and um, metal is a conductor. So when you put a needle into an area, um, not only are you stimulating these meridian points that run throughout your entire body, but you're bringing energy and frequency into that area to supercharge it so it can heal. That was my takeaway. And I, and I showed some slides and stuff and kind of explained it. And then I'm like, oh, I got it. And I'm like, well, this is genius. <laughs> and it's like, what are the side effects? You know, and the needles nowadays are so awesome. They're, they're so tiny. And I mean, you, you, most of the time you don't even know that you're, you're getting a needle put in you. I mean, that's, right. that what my, that's what my experience was. I had them, I've had people do it in my ears and my back. And I've actually had that. Do you do any of that cupping? stuff uh, i used to do some cupping i remember being in china they would um they did the serious cupping back there we put the fire in the cup put the cup on and you know some fun stuff like that but it's not kind of the area i directly kind of go into yeah so acupuncture so what got why did you decide acupuncture you know uh i could have gone to naturopathic school could have gone to chiropractic school i was working at the time acupuncture seemed to be um, the easiest route to get into, and it was close to where I was living. I would have to move somewhere else. I couldn't really do that at the time. So that really kind of kind of prompted the acupuncture program. But I've branched into you know a lot of different things besides that nowadays. But acupuncture is great. It's a unique system. It's been around for a very, very, very long time. And you know, they always say, uh, you always say you can't trust an acupuncturist. Did you know that, Tim? No, I didn't. What's the punchline? Well, they'll stab you in the back. So you got to be real careful. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I should have known that one. That's a wah, good one. Wah, wah, right? <clears throat> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so acupuncture. Um, I was just trying to think of anything else about acupuncture that I... Uh, um, but I know I've had many stories because I've, I've literally coached like hundreds and hundreds of people and, you know, help people set up their, their care teams in their local area when they're dealing with disease and a lot of times it's helping them put that team together. Acupuncturist is definitely on the list. Right, right. And what I notice is a, a lot of the acupuncturists are also into homeopathy. Why is that? Well, I think a lot of acupuncturists in general, natural health practitioners, they want to do whatever works, right? Whatever is easy. Acupuncture, you know, you have to go in. And sometimes if you got something really stubborn, it's you're going to be there a couple times a week, two or three times a week for, you know, a while. And, and, uh, you know, I'm not against any sort of different. I want to do what's best for my patients. I want to do what yeah. works the best. And so I got involved with this company out of Switzerland that had some very unique remedies um, to treat all emotional conditions, but homeopathy in general can treat anything from physical ailments to emotional to, you know, even psycho-spiritual sort of stuff. So it's got huge potential. There's so many great things in the natural realm. Yeah. With, with homeopathy, um, for me, it was, well, maybe you can just, why don't you just break it down? Like, what's the definition of it? 
of homeopathy and then kind of explain how they actually um, make this stuff. So originally homeopathy originated in Germany with a man by the name of Hahnemann. Samuel Hahnemann, I can't give you the exact years. I want to say 17 in the 1790s, I believe. And he was actually a, a professor at a medical university over there. And he had kind of got some inkling. I don't know the total background of how he began testing it, that if you could take physical substances, say an herb, for example, and dilute the substance, that it actually increased its power in some cases. And then if it was really increased, it could penetrate into different levels of the body for healing that maybe just the raw herb, for example, couldn't. So he started running experiments on his on his uh, medical school patients. So, for example, what he would do is he would he found, there's a law in homeopathy and it's called uh, like treats like. Okay, mm -hmm. and so essentially, what he would find is he would have his medical students come in and let's say he was testing something new and some herb, right? And he would dilute it down and they would give that to his patients. And then he would say, come back in a week and tell me what you feel. And often they would come back and they would say, give various symptoms, right? I'm, for example, I'm going to say, oh, they came back and oh, that, that gave me a horrible headache. It gave me uh, diarrhea for three days. And uh, I, I just had a foggy brain. Okay. So he would write that in his little notes. This substance in a healthy person causes these sort of symptoms. So under that rule of like treats like, when you, let's say 100 years down the road, someone comes into my office, 200 years, whatever we are at, and they say, I don't know what it is, but you know, once a month, I get this horrible migraine headache and I get diarrhea for three days and I get this foggy brain. So I would go to my list of what they call materia medica. What substance that caused those symptoms in a healthy person will actually reverse and cure those symptoms in a sick person. So this is the like treats like. I'm going to give a substance that causes those exact symptoms in a healthy person, and it will heal the person who has those symptoms if they're sick. Does that make some sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's also making sense why this needs to, for the most case, a practitioner needs to be working with a person. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's a big, it's a pretty large map. Right. It can go very deep. Right. So there's people who who are very specific in the kind of homeopathy they do. Then there are some homeopathic remedies that you're like, oh, I've got a you know a little bit of the sniffles. So I'm going to go use this particular homeopathic remedy. So it can get as elaborate and intense as you want, or it can get very like, oh, you have a headache. Let's just give you this. So it can go both directions. Yeah. And for like things like headaches or pain, you know, um, what we were talking pre-show is like for years I've been telling people like, they're like, Oh, I can take Tylenol or aspirins and stuff like that for my pain. Like I'm getting some teeth pulled or something like that. And then like maybe they'll prescribe me oxycodone or something like that. And right. I'm like, well, you know, those things are going to have some side effects. It's not really that great on your liver. You know, like, why don't we try something natural? And sure. I usually, I would stack usually like three things together. It's what worked for me. It's what worked for my mother. Like when she got like, six teeth pulled at once in her seventies, which is kind of a fearful thing when you're, you know, you were getting some right. teeth pulled. And, um, so what we did was instead of aspirin, we used what aspirin, uh, came from, which is white willow bark. 
why not use it with its full spectrum and all the bioflavonoids and cofactors rather than just the synthetic version of just one little piece of that white willow bark. So we do that. And then um, I'd also put them on like a CBD uh, from the hemp plant. Um, and if there was a tremendous amount of anxiety, maybe a little bit of THC in that liquid, these were oral, oral drops. And then also Arnica, which is a homo homeopathic, um, like a pain reliever. Maybe you can speak to uh, Arnica a little bit. Well, that's probably one of the most famous homeopathic remedies sure. that are available, right? So Arnica Montana is designed for traumatic experiences, physical, like a car accident or a operation or having six teeth pulled, for example. Yeah. Right? But it can also be used as a emotional trauma as well. And so there's lots of stories about, you know, using Arnica to help calm down or to be able to to function again after a traumatic event. Uh, it's got some great potential and it's been used for a very long time. It's one of those sort of one of those those longstanding ones that most people know about. Yeah, a lot of people have heard about Arnica, but there's how many different I mean, this is probably thousands but how many different homeopathic remedies are out there right now i mean yeah there are th there are thousands and what they've done throughout the last few hundred years is they've put them into a compendiums right um so uh, we call it a materia medica just like a doctor's going to have a physician's desk reference or he's going to have the dsmv4 or 5 or 6 i'm not sure where they're at right now um that's going to give him a diagnostic statistic and particular remedies or drugs that he can use a materia medica is exactly that, but it's based on homeopathic remedies and so uh, homeopathic substances. So there's there's there it's very large, but you would search by symptoms for you know if I have a stomachache mm. and you would type that in and and then it would present here's the symptoms that a person would present with and here's the homeopathic remedy that would be most likely beneficial. What are the base elements that homeopathics based on basically? Do they use any rocks, uh, roots, leaves, herbs, plants, right. seeds? Right. Where, where, where do these things come? Are they all that stuff? The unique thing about homeopathic is they can be made out of anything, okay? Even poisonous substances. So the Materia Medica is full of um, stuff made out of rocks, minerals, plants, herbs, roots, uh, tissue. Uh, one of the famous the snake ones. Venom? Huh? Snake venom or something like that? Snake venom can be made into homeopathic. Carcinocinum car is a famous one that's made out of uh, uh, out of tumor tissue. Because if you have a tumor, you should be able to treat it with the frequencies of a tumor. And that creates this like-to-like -like mechanism that instigates healing. So, hmm. I mean, it, you know, spiders, insects, tissue. I mean, homeopathic can be made out of just about anything. And they have. They've created all kinds of different things. One of the famous ones um, is homeopathic mercury. Now, all of us would be like, oh, horrible, horrible mercury causes in its physical form, all kinds of brain sort of problems, all kinds of neurological issues, long, long standing sort of issues. In fact, um, some people of your audience may know this, but you, you remember Alice in the Wonderland, we had the Mad Hatter, right? Yep. Well, the man putting mercury on them felt 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 hats. Right, right. So the idea was that he would use mercury to on felt hats in the 1800s, and so he was mad as a hatter. So that's um, 
the neurological issues associated with mercury. However, homeopathic mercury does almost exactly the opposite. And I have used it in patients. A fun story here. I had a patient who came to me. She, uh, mother, brought an eight-year-old. She was eight or nine years old, little girl. Um, she had been a drug baby, so she had had all kinds of issues. They were in care of a psychiatrist. She was on three or four different medications. God. And um, we started going through some different things. And I did some, we do some special kinesiology testing. And she pulled up very strongly for homeopathic mercury. One of several other homeopathic remedies. So um, I gave it to her and um, she went on her way. And they came back in about four months later and the mom was like, that stuff, it just works amazing. We can't believe it. We went to the psychiatrist and he said she was doing so well, he wanted to discharge her and took her off of her medications. And um, she, so she's not on any medications now. And I'm back here with you because I got to get something for her because there's a few little things left and he doesn't want to put her on any medications. He won't see her anymore. So I have no one to take her to except for you because she's doing so good now. So homeopathic mercury is a very strong one and uh, can make some great, some great changes. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the elements on the elemental chart are supposed to be in our body at some level. Mercury, we're supposed to have a little teeny bit in there, but not too much. And then it causes a whole bunch of problems. So I definitely, you know, having a mouthful of amalgams. Have you used the mercury homeopathic for people with uh, amalgam fillings or post removal? Yeah, it'll work. It's of course, I would put a lot of things on board if I was to do that. Because once you start prompting the body to detox this sort of stuff, if you don't have good systems in place to sort of mop it up, oh yeah, uh, things like chlorella or you know, bentonite clay, or we call binders, right? That mm -hmm. traps these sort of toxins and helps the body remove them. You if you don't have those on board, you run the risk of reabsorption, or you may move it out of the liver effectively, but your body may not be able to process it because you're so full of toxins and it may relocate to the brain and cause more problems. So yeah, these are issues that one needs to be aware of before you just randomly detox. Absolutely. All right, man, we're going to take a quick break. We get back. We'll get into more amazing stuff about homeopathy when we return. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health. The best part? It is super gentle, and there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my special guest, Nick Franson, licensed acupuncturist, and today we're really focusing on home homeopathy. And so... I had you give kind of the definition of homeopathy. We kind of talked about Samuel Hahnemann and what he did to kind of get it started. And, you know, I know just a little bit more in the history that when settlers first moved to the United States from Europe over here, like there were, there was home, all the hospitals were homeopathic, all of them. And I went, I went for the listeners to let that sink in a little bit. All of them were homeopathic. We're talking about like almost zero side effects here. And they were in business and they were working and they were working. So Nick, maybe you can first comment on that and then what kind of caused that to 
the destruction of homeopathy and why? Well, it got a really popular start in Europe, and that, of course, came over to the U.S. in the early 1800s when there were tons of homeopathic medical schools. That was its main main way. And the and you know we're we're in the natural health space. We're very much aware that there's a medical, industrial, military complex that likes yeah. to control, and and main goal is profiteering. So. Um, as usual, uh, in the early, I couldn't give you the exact time frames when antibiotics came out, 30s, I believe. Um, everything was homeopathic, but it's hard. homeopathics are diluted versions of natural substances. They're essentially a combination of water, alcohol, whatever this natural substance is diluted. And in, in, in the in its ends form, it's a little bit of water and some vibrational frequencies, which that's hard to really profit on right and it can't sell water because it's quite abundant in that scenario so uh when antibiotics came around of course there was the novelty of that and we now know that antibiotics are of course great and been wonderful but they do come with some side effects to the gut and cause some issues but that really became uh the catalyst for developing medical schools that were more based on profit and the pushing of physical substances and patents to create healing and change. And so a lot of these homeopathic pharmacies, they and uh, medical schools lost their their uh, they lost their ability to, to continue to operate when the government said, OK, we're going to create the American Medical Association. If you are not involved in our association, you're not um, a medical doctor. Therefore, you don't have a license to operate. So essentially, uh, you know, making homeopathic pharmacies and medical schools obsolete. How fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate. So we're talking about something that took off like a wildfire, was giving people tremendous benefits with hardly any side effects at all. And literally schools got built. Like, I mean, again, let this stuff sink in. So massive schools were built in homeopathy, it was so popular, it came over to the United States and then finally got extinguished um, by the current medical model, which was born out of crisis care in wartime, right? So treating people with gunshot wounds and shrapnel and and uh, getting their legs blown off by landmines and that kind of stuff. Critical care, a very necessary component to our healthcare system. We still do need that today, but for you know chronic issues and stuff like that, again, it's it's a complete fail. And if we, again, if we look at the charts, that are showed life expectancy charts, the life expectancy, basically since 1984, the United States started going down compared to the other industrialized nations. And then 2014 really dropping like a rock. So our children and grandchildren will now die sooner than us. And that's where we're at. So the system's broken and we have to go back to things that actually work. And so anything attached most likely to nature makes more sense to me because if you want to treat like with like, we are nature. Our bodies are nature. So we should be treating it with nature, not something else. I mean, that's just, I mean, I'm a firm believer if, except for emergency room care, if the entire medical system was gone, completely gone, and our current food delivery system was, was completely gone, and people had to go back to like victory gardens, like they did, you know, during wartime, like our country would heal up so fast. It'd be, it would, it would make people's heads. People couldn't even imagine just like that little girl you were talking about. Right. 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 So like, many other options one can, you know, put into play. Like this is a, that, that like that little girl's story is very profound because you just from 
being able to tap her back into nature, you've put her her life path on. She's a completely different person now. She that, she's going to have a completely much higher. I mean, not even close. Like her quality of life is going to be so much better. And again, just like when your child was diagnosed with autism, it that child's poor health doesn't affect just the child. It's everybody else around that child, the parents and the and the siblings. I mean, autism, as an example, is like really hard on the other children when one kid's going crazy, basically, and, and creating a lot of anxiety and fear in these kids. And the whole family gets medicated. That's a great business model, right? If you're right. Selling, selling those medications. What a great. All right. More autism. Right, right. It's It really is. I mean, it's it's sad, but that's the his, that's where it's at. So. I mean, that's where we're at. Like, I, I again, I, I, it's not that I believe. I, I believe it. I know it. Like, if, if we got rid of that whole, the whole prescribe and diagnose with synthetics and then most of the food, I'd probably say at least 85% of the food that's in a grocery store, we would start healing really, really fast. And there's no doubt in my mind about it. So I'm just really glad that you're doing what you're doing, man. Um, let's go into a little bit more deeper. I, I want to understand, like, the process of how they make the <clears> – <throat> Uh, homeopathic, uh, homeopathic uh, types of uh, remedies. Sure. So this is a fun process. The remedies that I represent and the company that I use out of Switzerland, we have ours made in Texas. There's a great homeopathic pharmacy there, regulated by the FDA, heavily regulated. Uh, they want to put them out of business, so they make them jump through way more hopes than anyone else. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this this is a great facility. They could they could make pharmaceutical medications there if they wanted to, but they've stuck to the old way of doing things homeopathically. So let's say, for example, we, we want to make a homeopathic remedy. And let's, let's say uh, we go outside your window right there. We find a tree, we find a leaf, we bring that leaf in. We're going to stuff it in a little bottle of water and alcohol. We're just going to let it sit there for a couple of weeks. The end of a couple of weeks, we're going to reach in with a little dropper. We're going to take one drop out. We're going to put that in a clean bottle of water. 10% alcohol. Then we're going to take another drop out of that one, put in a clean one, another drop out of that, put in another. We are actually diluting the substance, okay? Eventually, we get to a point where the substance is so diluted, it's no longer measurable. And any lab would say there's nothing in here except for water. But it seems that what has transferred is sort of the, the it's the electromagnetics yeah, like the, in, the the energetic part mm -hmm. of the plant, the frequency. It, that's right. It's the electromagnetic frequencies of the unique substance that it started with. And so when you go to the grocery store and you see, you know, Nux Vomica 10X, that means it's been diluted 10 times, okay? And if you see, and the other laws is if you're working more on physical sort of issues, you're going to stay in the lower potencies, which we call X's or C's, all right? That's a, you know, by 10 or by 100. Now, if you want to go even deeper and you want to work maybe something on the mind or on the emotional, then we go into even higher dilutions into what we call the LMs and the DMs. And what's unique is someone would say, there's no way that this could work. There's nothing in there, Right. There's no measurable substance, but the great research coming out of Russia showing that uh, they called it, uh, what do they call it? I have to review all the research again. Um, electromagnetic um, physical particles, they had a special name for it, but they could show with microscope, the, these particular newer kind of microscopes, that the homeopathics actually had, a, the water was structured differently. 
and that there were actual particles that could interact with cell mechanisms of communication and stimulate healing. So it's now proven. It's now proven. There's something in there. And that's what's really unique about it. Um, but everyone else will tell you, well, it's empty. It's just water. So kind of, kind of. Interesting. Well, it's just like back in the day when, you know, doctors didn't wash their hands when they did surgeries. Then finally somebody was like, hey, there's these things called bacteria and they might be causing infections. Ah, hell with that. You know, right. and then now if a doctor doesn't wash his hands before surgery, he would lose his license after 10 years of school. And it's kind of, you know, my whole business is built around pointing out the non-obvious obvious, right? So it's like the things like man-made chemicals, synthetic things like your shirt. If your shirt is made of nylon fibers, it's off-gassing chemicals directly into your body. You can't see them at all. So somebody can be like, oh, it's not there. But it is, right? right? right. Or, or there's uh, chemicals in your food, or there's you know glyphosate in water. 72% of rainwater has glyphosate today, um, the main ingredient in that herbicide Roundup. So it's these, these things to me are like these big white elephants in the room that people just don't see. They're not talking about. And the umbilical cord studies show every time they, they look into the umbilical cord blood of these young children and these young mothers – that there's they, they they find 180 cancer causing chemicals, and right. they're only looking for 400, and there's a hundred thousand of them out there. So I mean, there could be 50,000, 40,000 cancer causing chemicals in your child's blood. The womb. Think about that. Women that are pregnant right now, or about ready to have a baby, or just have a baby. It's in you, and it's in your children. That's how polluted the environments are today. The toxic shampoos have sodium lauryl sulfate in them, a known carcinogen. Check your labels, guys. If you have sodium lauryl sulfate on your shampoo, you're putting cancer into your scalp every day in your body. It's raining. It's going right into your skin. And I know because right over there, I've talked about this before. My buddy, uh, the barn over here, he had horses. He's a rodeo guy. I was telling you about earlier. His name's Mike. And um, his his horse had like an injury. And we, he they would use DMSO on the horse as and, and for the pain and stuff or to help him heal and take stuff in. And I got a drop of that DMSO on my finger. And 20, 30 seconds later, I could taste it on my tongue. So that taught me at an early age that stuff goes in our skin. It's very permeable, and it circulates through the entire body very quickly. It's called blood, and it's moving around. You know, it's pumping your blood. Your heart's pumping blood in and out and out all the time. It's a working system. So we're getting from our environment, our clothes, our personal care products, our food, our water, all this stuff is going into our body and it's affecting us. You can't see it, right? Again, synthetic toxic chemicals causing disorder and disease in the body. And what we're talking about here today is the exact opposite of that. We're talking about nature where you can't see it, but it actually goes into the body and it helps the body to heal. And we're not just talking about physical ailments. And this is one of the most exciting reasons why I had Nick on was because his company specializes in the deeper stuff, the more diluted stuff, the smaller particle type of homeopathy that can actually help on the emotional level. And I can tell you this after coaching 600 people through this process, doing these intake forms and asking people questions, when we start talking about uh, in the very beginning, I'll start asking people questions about their where they grew up. What was it like? How was your relationship with your mom? How was your relationship with your father? your siblings, and boy, it's crazy to see what comes out. And there's always these deep emotional traumas that these people have been carrying around for years from childhood 
based on dad was an alcoholic and he threw me through a window. Like these are the, these are the stories I've heard. Dad was an alcoholic and he threw me off a roof. You know, dad had anger issues and he threw me over a fence. Dad beat me with his belt. Um, my mom uh, was a drug addict and four of her boyfriends molested me. Now, these are, these are the shit that's happening. Like, um, and close to 50% of the people that I've interviewed have been molested. And so, now, you know, I don't know if you've seen that. Um, Nick, did you see that movie that came out about uh, the pedophilia and stuff like that? What was it? Um, what was it called? It was, uh, uh, let me look it up here. The new one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the um, sex trafficking one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm aware it? of it. I haven't seen it yet, though. Oh, uh, can't believe I can't think of it. Uh, it was Jim. It was the guy that played uh, The Passion of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I, Sound I, I of know. Freedom. Sound of Freedom. That's yeah, what yeah, it was that's called. That's the name. That's the name. Right. And so they're like saying that like, two million children are put into child slave trafficking, you know, child trafficking for, for sex and that kind of stuff every year. And I'm just like, well, yeah, I mean, there's like 800,000 to a million United States and a million, million two in Europe. And so I'm like, yeah, a million. And like, I've interviewed, all, dude, I have a random sampling. There's like people just come to me randomly, our company to get coached and to do these intake forms and close to half of them are been molested. So it's a weird stuff going on. Yeah. Right. So, but the, anyway, the point is, is that like I've I've been in the in the trenches with these people, and there's tremendous emotional traumas going on from their past. It could be a death of a loved one, um, like all the stuff we just talked about, the molestation, the getting beat by the dad or whatever, or just having an absent father or having an absent mother, right? Or having one that you know that died, right? Uh, my grandma went uh, through this when she was a young woman, a uh, young child actually. Um, I think four boys, four older brothers, her dad living in a rickety old house, mom dies. And all of a sudden she's like eight years old and she's okay. You're the woman start cooking and cleaning. And she had to do that. And she was never really got to experience love. So she had this big shroud around her heart her whole time. And like, she was kind of grumpy around everybody else, but me, I was this little, little baby and you know, this little kid. And I was the first one that like hugged her and broke through that, all that crap. I just destroyed it with love. Just being a little kid. And, you know, being, being who little kids are, they're just pure love. And so I had a different relationship with her than like everybody else in the family because of being able to break through that. And what we're talking about here is that there's, there's actually in homeopathy, these very diluted substances can actually create breakthroughs for people in their home, even if they don't have a little four-year-old to come up and hug them. Is that correct? Right. So what I think one has to really... <sighs> Our medical model today is that, oh, if you're sick, we're going to give you something to deal with it on a physical level, okay? And of course, that's great. I mean, if I'm in the emergency room, I want someone to give me morphine, okay? And I'm grateful for that. But there's a lot of, particularly once you enter that chronic disease area, we call it psychosomatic illnesses, where the body is showing that there's chronic fatigue or some, you know, I've been to doctors, my blood works normal, nobody knows what's wrong with me. And a lot of these sort of issues, um, and even the ones that are, are registrable on blood tests, have as the underlying feature, old emotional traumas, right? Mm -hmm. And these traumas can 
they can cause all sorts of damage to the physical body. People think that, oh, it's separate. Oh, well, that's if you have anxiety and depression, well, that, you're going to go take uh, you know, an anxiety medication for that or an antidepressant. Right. But they don't really understand that many of the physical ailments they may be experiencing are a direct result of what has happened to them um, on an emotional level. And we can go, and this can be lots of different things. We can talk about subconscious blocks. Where are these coming from? right? Do they affect our physical health? Um, do they affect how we progress in life, how we view uh, life as a whole? Do they affect our success, the kind of money we make, the kind of relationships that we that we have? All of these things are so tied to uh, how we think and can affect us physically to agree. We just, we underestimate. Well, I can tell you that why, why I'm so excited about your product line is that I feel like it's it's almost going to be like a little bit of wind to people's sails on their emotional healing journey, right? So mm -hmm. what ends up what ends up happening is like when like when we coach people, and I had no idea what I was getting into when I first started coaching because I thought it was like, oh, I'm going to help them detox their gut, clean up their colon, clean up their cells. We'll put some good bacteria in their gut. We'll recolonize that. We'll get them on some fresh greens twice a day and better food and better sleep and structure and da da da, da and they're going to be awesome. But what ended up happening was is these all these emotional traumas and stuff, as we cleaned up the gut and the body, the body started vibrating at a higher frequency, and all these traumas are always trying to come up and get out. It's, 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 there's an innate intelligence inside of us, and they're always trying to come up and come out. And then what we do is then we go to substances like food as a dope, as a drug, and we push those emotions down. I've talked about this before. The girl – Boyfriend breaks up with her or cheats on her and she eats a pint of ice cream. That's kind of a standard thing you see in a movie. She's using the ice cream to shove the emotions down. And we, everybody knows this. So it could be food. It could be uh, sex. It could be some type of alcohol, uh, which is a drug, um, drugs in general, all kinds of different drugs, using drugs. Some people could get OCD and they start cleaning everything, hiding from their emotions. Other people will get onto social media. Other people will get into their emails. There's hiding places and there's things we're doing to avoid the pain or smash this pain down so we can avoid it. Another aversion technique here. And the reality is, is like you have to deal with this stuff. You have to process it. It has to come up and it has to come out. This is where the true healing begins, guys. So like when you guys are coming to like to us to get coached and stuff like that, or you're joining our inner circle call, yeah, we're going to give you lots of strategies, but the end goal is to get you to this point where this stuff can literally come out of you. I've experienced it, uh, Nick, where I've actually cried uncontrollably for about an hour. And I felt like I was walking around on a, a magic, like literally floating around on a, a, a magic carpet, like floating around on a freaking magic carpet. I felt so light. I've been carrying this, felt like a thousand pounds of burden. And it was this horrible child custody battle I went through with my, with my kid's mom and all this, like, you know, the ego wanting to win. And like, it's, I should have this many days and you can't take them away from me. And like, I'm going to win. And like, and then the lawyer costs and the financial type and the stress and the yelling and all this stuff. And I was just like, I was bearing all this stuff. And then guess who was dealing with it? My wife, the kids, everybody around me energetically, because it's part of me now become part of me. And I actually vibrated that crap out and I cried it all out. And, um, man, was I packing a lot of baggage around. So so, guys, this is where the healing comes. A lot of people have this this hidden trauma, and some things like you know a coaching program, healing your gut, doing all this stuff is the beginning of it. But there's also um, like these remedies and stuff that we're going to talk about here in a moment. You can actually start taking them, and they'll help you get this stuff out. So, can you explain? Is there anything else you want to comment on before we get into that? 
Um, no, I think that's a good segue. Um, all that stuff that you talk about is is so true. You know, what if what if the old iceberg, right? You see the tip, you see what's underneath, right? Um, what if really the host of our physical ailments are really at their root cause have to do with old emotional sort of issues? What if that's really true? What if you if if addressing the physical or the emotional can free up such a burden that the body is like, finally, now I can fix myself where it, it might, we may, we spend all this money trying to do all the physical things when really, if we don't address the emotional component, we, we may never ever get there. So we can't detach one from the other. So that's really, really key. And, and we talk about, uh, certain experiences that we resonate with that we've been through like your custody issue i've had one of those myself and they can really harm us but what about the stuff happened long ago maybe it's escaped from our minds maybe it's stuff we can't really pull up right therapy is great and everyone should have a therapist if they're dealing with these sort of things but therapy you can only talk about what you're consciously aware of what if there's stuff so subconsciously deep that it's not you can't really pull it up what yeah. if you're aware of it but you just can't seem to move past it what else are we going to do i mean are we going to go through therapy for years and years and years i don't think that's the goal so what we have is a really amazing discovery that came out of germany with these remedies that we, we, we coined the term therapy in a bottle. They have the unique ability to go in subconsciously and help root out some of these self-defeating belief patterns, um, you know, things that we've been dealing with that, you know, create, create uh, addictions, create behavioral troubles, relationship troubles. It's a really amazing system. Awesome. Well, let's do this, man. Let's take another break and we get back. Let's get into like, these products, these formulas, and, and we'll do some, we'll talk about some case studies that uh, you've seen uh, in your practice. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my guest, Nick Franson, licensed acupuncturist, um, also the founder of previanaturals.com. We will, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and put that uh, um, uh, previa, previa Naturals, just we'll give the spelling at the end and everything. We'll put it in the show notes so people can click on it. All right, so we, we talked about your backstory, the history of homeopathy. We've talked about, um, you know, some stuff I've thrown in there, things I've experienced as a coach. And we're really to f coming into what, what my, why, why I was so excited about your, these formulas. And it's because of the emotional trauma and deep down, like you were saying, well, maybe a lot of our physical ailments are attached directly to the emotions. I'm here to tell you emphatically, I know it and my heart's true. It's part of the problem. Okay. Yeah. There are some physical stuff. If you're eating, you know, donuts on the daily and drinking, you know, you, you put crappy food in, processed food in, you're going to have a crappy processed life. You know, you're going to be, you're getting away from nature. Uh, that's obvious. Okay. That's, 
clear. Now, for some people, it's not so obvious and they're a little addicted to these things and it's, they've been made that way, right? So it's not really your fault. Like processed foods are, they're drugs. They really are. Um, gluteomorphines, caseomorphines, as far as, you know, wheat and dairy is an example. I would consider that a drug, very addictive. And so we're talking about emotional trauma. So for me as a coach, anything that I can give my clients that they can do in their home, in the comfort of their home, or they can take it with them to their office where they're working, and they could add something to their system that's going to help start to release these traumas so that we can speed up the, the total healing process for them to be their best, to be for them to become the light in their family and their community. I'm all for it. So why don't you, you know, just take it from here, man, and just like explain to us like what benefits you've seen, how, why you got involved with this company, and then um, and then some of the case studies. So let's just talk a little bit about where this particular method came from. It came out of Germany here about 25 years ago. Um, doctor by the name of Reimar Benes. He was a medical doctor, and uh, he was using homeopathic remedies. Okay, and he had a very large patient base. He had started using Bach flower remedies. Now, most of us have oh, heard yeah. Bach flowers. Great little remedies. You can buy them at Whole Foods. They're, they're, they're homeopathic versions of flowers. And so they do have a good effect on the emotions. And so he was using these before Bach had even made it over here, right? So he was kind of the expert of Bach flowers 25, 30 years ago. And he said, I had a great a great practice. The problem with the Bach flowers, he said, is it would help the he had mainly women practice. They would come in and they would say, oh, I feel great. This helps so much. But he said, they'd have to come back every three months. And it just never felt like I could get deep enough. It always felt like I was on surface emotions and there was stuff beneath it that I couldn't get to with the Bach flower remedies. So he began kind of a little bit of a quest and he started testing multiple different substances, homeopathic substances. And he eventually created his own product line where the one remedy contains several different homeopathics in one bottle. Every can there's 27 of these remedies and it worked really, really good. He was invited on a uh, German equivalent television show the, to Oprah that we have here in the U.S., and it became a smashing hit, and it's been all over Europe for the last few years. So we just brought it into the U.S. this year. But the question is, well, what does this stuff really do, right? So it's more than just fixing trauma. I really like to talk about subconscious belief systems. So how do we form stuff that happens in our mind? How does this how does how, how do we really are we really wired? Well, we have these blocks. We all know that we have certain blocks subconsciously, and there's three ways that we can form them. Their first one is trauma. So trauma is a child, right? Could be could be abuse, could be uh, death of a loved one, could be neglect. It could be lots of things. Bullying. What about what about being given up at birth and never laying on the breast of your mom? Absolutely, with being whisked whisked away. Absolutely. Just because we're young at that age and we, we don't have all those memories intact and, and we can't communicate doesn't mean we don't feel. Those studies have been done. You know, Neglect of a mother at a young age can cause all sorts of problems, right? So trauma is one of them. It can be stuff from when we're young, stuff from when we're old. That forces us to change how we look at the world. The world is dangerous, and to get in another relationship after going through a custody battle, 
I'm going to be much more cautious. I may not ever get in another relationship, right? So yeah. an individual can go through a lot of um, pro reprogramming to say relationships and women are dangerous because the last one I had caused me so much trouble. Now, we know that's not true, but we can easily see how- an And vice versa for the women too. Vice versa. We can easily see how one can lock into this subconscious belief system as a method of protection, right? Uh, dude, real quick, this is why people on the relationship level, they'll, because that deep desire to have a relationship, they'll get back into a relationship, but then it's going really good and they know it's going to get bad. So they'll really self-sabotage itself. They'll destroy the relationship and get out of it because they know the fear is coming. They'd rather just exit stage left before the real bad stuff comes. So again, subconscious, um, go ahead. Subconscious beliefs that affect our behavior. So it could be a great relationship. It could be a great man, a great woman that, that the individual is now in. But because of that past belief, I know this is going to blow up. If I see one inkling that reminds me of, you know, the last relationship, I, I'm out of here. Now we're not consciously thinking that way, but one can easily be pulled into that sort of thinking. So, and it, and and so that can happen when we're, of course, much older. But what about the stuff when we're young, right? What if mom says, hey, you're supposed to be skinny. You're supposed to look this way. Your hair's supposed to look this way. I'm going to put you in beauty pageants. I'm, this, is, this is how you're supposed to view yourself and how you fit in in life. And what if that becomes completely catastrophic for a young woman in her teenagers, teenage years, and now she has an amazing, not amazing, but a horrible eating disorder because of that programming. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have the stuff we've learned through our life. We have trauma and then we have inherited stuff. You and I get stuff from mom and dad. Some of it's great. Some of it's not so great. We come into this world just the way we are. And sometimes we can pass on, be passed on great and good characteristics and others, not so much. I'll give you two examples. Rachel Yehuda, um, a PhD who studied a lot with Holocaust survivors she found that she could take the children of Holocaust survivors, so the children didn't go through the Holocaust, but the parents did. Those children of Holocaust survivors had a much higher levels of cortisol, which is a stress hormone, than other Jewish um, children whose parents did not go through the Holocaust. So here a child now is brought into the world and has inherited higher levels of cortisol, making them more susceptible to stress more susceptible to anxiety. But on the flip side, what if you have a parent who's been through a horrendous ordeal, but they heal, they forgive, they move on with life, that passes on a gene of resiliency, right? So now that's why when you look at some people, you're like, gosh, how do they do that? They can just get through anything, right? So you can pass on good things as well, to um, your children, and you can inherit those characteristics as well. So these are really how we form these subconscious blocks. And our therapy is designed to go in subconsciously and help remove some of these negative self-inflicted patterns of behavior or things that we learned when we were young. Awesome. So how does this relate to the, the homeopathic remedies? these remedies are homeopathic. <clears throat> right. So when you like somebody comes in, they have, you. let's say they're the ones where you actually identify a trauma. Let's start there. These are the obvious. 
Right. So we mainly work with practitioners, okay, who, who use our method. There's some testing involved to choose the appropriate remedy, for example. Yes, you may be aware that I've been through this trauma. I need to address it. But you may have several of these little, we call them emotional conflicts, right, that need to be addressed. And maybe before we can get to that really big one, we've got to deal with some other ones. Mm -hmm. So a person will come into my office, we'll sit down, we do some testing, we have a really amazing device that was created in Switzerland. And we find out which particular set of subconscious beliefs we want to deal with first. Now, our therapy is not quick. Okay, it's not we come in, take a pill, and we feel amazingly better. It takes some time to dissolve these things. Some of these have been around for 20, 30, 40 years. We just can't say be gone, right? So we have people, we did a study in Switzerland. It was published in the holistic, uh, Swiss Holistic Medicine Journal, where patients could rank their therapy as excellent, good, satisfactory, or not good. There was over 1,100 patients in the study anxiety, depression, OCD, various female sort of disorders or like premenstrual issues, dysmenorrhea, other chronic pain sort of things. After that study, it was a 15-month study, so you can eliminate placebo because that works good for 30 days, but it's not going to work quite so good for 15 months. 86.6% of those patients ranked the therapy as excellent, good, or successful. And so it really homeopathy has, and this method has a power to really dig deep and help relieve of, of a lot of this stuff that may have plagued us for a very, very long time. Hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a river just cutting through the mountains. It can just, it just takes time, right? It takes time and it has to have the right sort of remedies. You know, therapy is great. And of course, if you can get therapy and you can do EMDR, you can do all these things. I tell people, bring what you've done. See if we can't add to it. See if we can't take you to another level. And it's not just for people who are, have old emotional issues. It can be, I have issues with money. Maybe I'm not worthy. You know, I have issues with my relationships or, you know, physical health or I don't, uh, patterns of thinking that really hold us back. Um, this stuff really can unlock a lot of amazing uh, change in an individual. Are you guys able with that diagnostic equipment to uh, uproot some of the emotional traumas that they don't know about? How do you how do you treat those? Right. So that's really what we're after. Okay. Let me give you an example from my own. I got several uh, of other patients as well. When I first introduced to this this system. Um, I, they did a test on me and they said, all right, the block that you want to deal with, right. We want to deal with, it has to do with isolation. Now, Tim, I grew up on a potato farm in Idaho. I had four, I was going to joke really quick before you said anything. I was like, he has a potato phobia or he's got a giant potato falling on his head or something every night <laughs> when he went to bed. So, so I grew up on, I had a great family, you know, yep. I had great parents, great siblings, you know, I was teeny tiny town. I mean, the most trouble we could get into was climb the city water tower and kiss too many girls. So, I mean, it, it was a great upbringing. I had a great life. So someone told me, oh, you're isolated. I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. But I said, give me the remedies. All right. So I started taking my first homeopathics associated with this conflict. Now, the unique thing about these remedies, one of the biggest side effects it causes are vivid dreaming. So subconsciously, it has the power to kind of root this stuff out. Within about the first couple of weeks, 
I had a dream and it was an old memory. And I saw myself, um, maybe eight, nine years old, walking out on the playground to go play baseball with some friends. And they started making fun of me. And I saw myself just turn around, go over to the monkey bars, go play with somebody else. And Tim, it was like I was there. I mean, it was as vivid as can be. And I probably have not thought of that memory ever since the incident happened, right? And over the ensuing months, I think that particular issue was a three-month time period. They changed, maybe one for three, one for four, one for two, these beliefs, right? I began to kind of feel, I had a couple people say, you know, you're a lot more uh, engaged than you used to be. And it made me feel like maybe I do isolate myself instead of maybe facing it head on or, you know, engaging more than like I should, I tend to kind of isolate. So that's one of several examples, but that's the kind of power this, this therapy has. It really, we do have some therapists that use it. And they, they'll tell me, Nick, I can get, I can get more progress in six months with a client than on these than I can get in two years, just in normal therapy. So it brings things up that are blocks that consciously we may not be aware of. Awesome. You know, and you know, I believe I'm tapping into like more quantum stuff now. And I know we have the ability and the power to heal with a thought, but getting to that point it's it's work to get to that point so in the meantime like i've been telling people like we're just going to clean up your gut we're going to start there and get you feeling better but this is something that's it's pretty simple um because like when you take homeopathy once you explain to people how how do you administer it to yourself because i know yeah. that on your site at previa naturals that basically it's mostly practitioner based but you do have five formulas retail for for folks so maybe we should talk about like how do you take it? And then maybe we'll just go through those five brush over those five formulas. Right. So uh, the bulk of our system requires a practitioner to test, find out which remedies are going to be best to deal with these deep seated emotional issues. But we have five products that um, they're all homeopathic. They're drops. You add drops to a little bit of water, drink the water. That's as simple as it is twice a day. And but you we don't have five, taste it? No taste, no taste. Homeopathics have no taste. They That's are an weird. alcohol base because they act as a stabilizer. So um, you put them with six ounces of water and it's not tasteable at all. Okay, good. Um, it's just like drinking water. That's basically so, been my experience with them. So Right, right. I mean, if you were to drink the whole bottle, I mean, you might. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a little alcohol in there. But um, you're, we're talking 10, 12 drops. So the five remedies that we call, we call them our acute remedies. They're very powerful. First one is Anxiavita. And I have had several people tell me that it's they take it in place of their benzodiazepine. And it has really helped them whittle that down. There are Xanax, for example. It's a great homeopathic for acute anxiety. can be used by anyone at any time. Works really well. There's a lot of talk now about um, the nervous system. You may have had people talking about parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system and how we can get stuck in these fight or flight response patterns, right? Yes. Sympathetic overstimulation. So we have one product called SimVita, Vita Life, and it's designed to take that para or sympathetic and just, just bring it back down where it needs to be. So that's SimVita. Paravita is the opposite. Man, I just I got jet lag. I just can't get going in the morning. I just don't feel 
that's where we have the parasympathetic system is out of balance and Paravita will help lift it up, bring it back, give us a little bit more clarity and energy to be where we need to be. The other product we have, uh, we have NeuroVita for some nerve pain and nerve related issues and something called GeoVita, which is related to geopathic stress. Com, com, it's a conversation for a large another day to talk about how unique that is. So the NeuroVita is more for like, uh, you know, neuropathy. Neuropathy, nerve pain, Ty things like that. Yeah, yeah, type 2 diabetes. Okay. You get a, a limb that got cut off or phant a phantom sure. nerve pain, sure. that kind of stuff. Well, we hope nobody has that happen, but it does happen. It's part of life. And if it mm -hmm. does happen, there's a good benefit there for it. So, okay. So, um, so those are there and they don't, if somebody wants to get those and try them out, they don't have to have a doctor's prescription on those, right? Are those like diluted less or the, what's the dilution on those? No, the dilute, the dilutions are all the same. It's just that we have found with the deep seated emotional issues, it takes a little bit of testing by a practitioner to find the priority ones that need to be done instead of just saying, oh, I think I have an issue with, uh, I don't see things in reality clearly, or I swallow my aggression, so I, I don't speak my mind. I think I have that issue. You might, but it might be related to self-esteem issues that happened when you were young. So we don't want to give our emotional remedies based on your symptoms. That's why we require the testing to be done. So like this one, the Anxovita, is that one, is that a blend of different stuff or is it just mm -hmm. one, one right. thing? So you have two philosophies in homeopathy. The old way is called classical homeopathy. We're going to give you one particular ingredient in a remedy, and that's your special remedy and you're going to use that throughout your life. It's very difficult because you're like looking for a needle in a haystack. Here's your one specific remedy. So it's very hard to pinpoint that. So came along another philosophy, which is called complex homeopathic remedies, where we have put one, two, three, four, five, six, five different substances, ingredients in that remedy, diluted them all. And that is a complex remedy. So that Anxiovita for anxiety contains several different ingredients at various potencies for the best effect for anxiety. Okay. And you mentioned other ways, like for like. So let's say somebody's healthy and you've got five substances in there, four of them work, but one doesn't. Would that cause a problem? Like you said, if they put it in a healthy person, it causes diarrhea. How does that affect? How do you know right. about testing? Right. So typically when you get into complex remedies, that's less likely to sort of happen. So those are called homeopathic provings where they're going to give one ingredient at a time and then they're going to look very specifically for what happens. doesn't seem to be a problem with the complex multiple ingredient remedies. Okay, cool. That was my last question. All right. Was there anything else that you'd like to share with people about yourself, your company, or homeopathic that we no, didn't cover? I think, I think we covered a lot. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys check them out. Um, uh, it's previanaturals.com, especially for the practitioners that listen. I know we have a lot of practitioners around the world that listen to the show. Um, and I, you know what? I want to give a shout out too, because, um, let me just close down. I'm, let me go into my email here. Very big shout out. Uh, I had it right here. It is David. So David is, um, a medical doctor, um, that just wrote me from Iceland. And um, he said he discovered our my teachings last summer and listening to podcasts. And he woke up to the importance of eating natural, clean food, which fortunately we have plenty of in Iceland, as well an abundance of clean water and nature to wander in. Uh, he's got some chemical-free body products on the way. He's looking forward to trying them out. 
And he has, in the meantime, made lots of dietary changes and doing greatly with increased stamina and strength. Um, he also said, uh, um, thank you for preaching this hugely important message. Uh, it's a big, long, I'm trying to paraphrase all this. Uh, important message of detoxifying our food and our environment. I'm just dumbfounded how I could have missed out on the discussion in my carry as an emergency physician. So think about this a medical doctor is an emergency room physician. And then he says, although I consider myself spiritually awakened and truly open-minded for alternative medicine, this has just passed my radar for so long. By now I've listened to plenty of podcasts about this subject, but I think yours stands out as you have such a deep faith in what you're doing. I like the occasional spiritual comments and stories. Tell me you are coming from the one truth. So the cool thing is this medical doctors now reached out to other colleagues and, um, and, and that have made, he believes that are making the same discoveries and wants to get a group of them together and share the discoveries and knowledge and start helping people with them. Um, he feels like there's a huge awakening just around the corner in which will change everything in the traditional Western medicine model. And he says, I think there are many more physicians out there who have a gut feeling that drugs and surgeries aren't the silver bullets as we've been taught and are frequently seeking more and more of the alternative. And then he welcomed me to come over and uh, take a high-quality uh, meal in the finest restaurants and a cold swim in the Atlantic Ocean. A dopamine experience that cannot be described by words. Um, and he's going to put some people together, and I'm going to do a talk. So it's really cool. So, yeah, so the practitioners out there, I hope that uh, you really enjoy this. And again, David, thank you for the warm, loving message that you sent out. Um, it's really good to know that we're helping uh, – just everybody, you know, doctors are people too, <laughs> you know, they have, they have two feet. They just went to a different school for a little bit and or a lot of it. And, um, but they have a nervous system and they have emotional traumas when they were children. And, um, they're also looking for alternatives when things aren't working anymore. So, uh, I hope that the practitioners will reach out to previanaturals.com and, and check in with uh, our friend Nick here and, especially those in North America and, and, and try this stuff out for yourself and your family. And then hopefully you can bring it into your practice. And for those of you that are at home that are going to use it, I'm going to get, I'm actually going to go uh, meet Nick, um, take my son over there. We're going to get tested on his testing machine and try this stuff out. And yeah, as you guys know, I hardly ever like promote anything unless I've personally tried it. But like, I also have uh, like um, David was talking about Dr. David, like I have a gut instinct on stuff and I have a, uh, after meeting Nick, you know, cause I could have, waited on posting this episode until I got that done. And I still might do that. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, and also if you guys decide to, um, to do this stuff, even though I don't have it set up right now, go ahead and try to see if he's got a discount code button and use the code health hero. So if I end up, uh, helping him get an affiliate program together, it might be now or six months from now, you always want to try the code health hero. It might save you a couple bucks. If not, we just haven't got it in place yet. But um, uh, Nick, I'm really excited to come over and meet you. I'm bringing my son over. Um, I'm just really excited to add this in and, and you know, really easy. I mean, I'm drinking water all day long anyway. So I just, do I do it once a day or am I going to do it twice a day or does that depend twice on the Twice a day. This is twice a day. You're going to add just uh, 12 drops twice a day and drink your water and watch bada the magic bada happen. Bing. Yeah. Okay. Watch really easy. Happen. Cool. Cool. Because I've already got stuff I'm putting in my water already. So I'll just add that and go do, 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 and whoop. Down it goes. Real simple. Dude, thank you so much. I'm really excited for your path in life and brought you to this moment. And um, from the potato farm to um, the acupuncture um, to um, creating, uh, being part of these products and bringing them over to the United States, that's really cool. And I'm really excited um, because 
this is not something that has been like a mainstay in my life. I've known about it. I've used it from time to time, but I'm thinking more of after talking to you, it's like, you know, it's just kind of like the seasons, right? There's, you know, you, you, you know, the old school, it's like, you can't just plant corn and in, in the fall you harvest or in the next day you harvest it. And if you've had 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years of emotional trauma trapped inside of you, you can't expect to put one drop under your tongue or in a glass of water and like, ding, you're healed. So it's like, I like it. It's a natural process and unfolding. And sometimes, you know, this, these emotional traumas have to release on their own time, right? Maybe having all of it come out at once might be too much for somebody to deal with. Like it could be dangerous, just like chemicals coming out of the body. That's why you were talking about that earlier with like the mercury coming out too fast. It could be too tra traumatic on the body. So a nice gentle way to, um, detoxify emotions um in a, in a in a in a loving way that doesn't have any adverse side effects so that's what i love about the protocols and i love it that you guys have diluted them way down to go super deep and help people go get down into the recesses some of that stuff they might not even are aware of that's been holding them back in their life um with their relationships their career and just overall their true happiness so again a, a nice thank you to you for for doing what you're doing and uh, I want to thank everybody else around the globe for tuning in. I uh, really appreciate your listenership. Um, uh, if you guys could like uh, the podcast and share it and subscribe to all that stuff, we'd really appreciate it. Help get the message out. We have no other uh, marketing dollars going out and pushing this. It's all organic growth. Um, that's why I like it. Um, maybe that'll change in the future. But right now, I'm just uh, kind of counting on you guys to get some benefit and value out of it. Uh, number one. And then if you do to, to just share it with other people. So I really appreciate that. Continue to help us be one of the fastest growing, uh, AKA alternative health podcasts uh, in the world. And until next time, change yourself, change your world. And I'll see you guys again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the health hero show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>